There's a dirty little secret. I've said that if Melinda Brown Duncan, baby. If it weren't my daughter, perhaps I'd be dating her. You gonna die doing this dumb ass yeah. fing fool? Open your mouth so I can give you this milk. Open your fing mouth, man. I gotta do you like my two-year-old babe. I have unicorn crap all in my hair and on my nose. I have never been so stressed out in my entire life. And I don't know nothing about it, but I learned quick, fast, and hurt. What? I got some. Mighty dog food, some kind of sh Tonight, the little boy is stuck using a pool noodle to find his way around. He's at risk for HIV, hepatitis C, herpes, gonorrhea, chlamydia. Facebook thugging is a crime. You told me to leave while I'm in my order while you're making out with that slut. No, this is wrong. Oh my God, look at what you did to him. And you know, this is terrible. So kiss my black. I used to be that whore. I'm not a whore anymore. Swung on sock high in the air to right center and deep. Solaire is back at the wall and it is gone. A towering home run to right center by Carlos Santana. The next pitch to Lindor. And he swings and drives it to deep right. This ball's got a chance. It is gone. Into the Indians' bullpen. Back-to-back -back jacks. Welcome to Friday morning on the Stansberry Show, where we will continue to get you hooked up with thousands of dollars. Your first opportunity happens at 610 with Rock 1069's Workday Double Pay. I'm joined every morning by Matthew Fantone, who I know is excited for Friday. This is your... Dude, everybody loves Friday, but I don't think anybody likes it as much as you do, buddy. A lot of good things going on for your boy, too. Number one, it's Friday. Always a good thing. Number two, it's payday. Payday! Oh, my God. I didn't even... I, I, yeah, I forgot about that. Oh, about to be hood rich. This weekend, dude. I like Quarter it. Quarter tank of gas in my new E class. I like it. But uh, no, man, I'm excited. I'm uh, I'm excited. There's uh, Ohio Championship Wrestling going on this weekend. Yeah, tomorrow night. Um, NBA playoffs. Things are getting interesting there. So I just feel like all things tall, dude, right now. I feel like life is good. Smiling over here. What's, we'll, what's the story with you? We'll talk to No Shame Jimmy Shame from Ohio Championship Wrestling 930 this morning as the steel cage match yeah. rolls into Canton tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, so you and I both will... Uh, uh, well, uh, ignore Fantone and Jimmy Shane while they're talking about that. <laughs> Maybe we could tweet about golf or some other stuff that nobody cares about. Uh, dude, I'm doing good. good. I am. I'm doing good. I'm. Uh, I'm ready for Friday. Work tomorrow night at the Agora. Happy about that. Yeah. I'm, uh, it's a band I absolutely love called Animals as Leaders, and I've been telling Fantone about this band for a while. I had never heard of them, and then I worked one of their shows. They're all instrumental, which normally I'm like, ugh, keep that away from me. Right. But this band was so tight and so good. Like, I mean, tight by like. Proficient, not like it's tight. Like I mean, they were tight, proficiently, and one of the best. I mean, dude, I've worked at the Agora a long time. Peabody's before that. Mm -hmm. This was one of the best performances I've ever seen in that building. Wow. I mean, they were that good. Wow. And so they're playing tomorrow night, and I'm very excited to see if they can. Uh, well, if they can duplicate that. So, and then honestly, dude, today being Friday, it's supposed to be 60 degrees. Uh, dude, your boy's like looking past the door. I do. I'm already. Dude, I'm golf ready. Yeah, dude. I, dude when I came in and I saw Stansbury and his uh, golf dude, duds, my plan is to. I uh, do. I my plan is to be at the course no later than noon, and I want and 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 I believe we're playing till sundown. I'm gonna. Try, Jeez, yeah, no, I'm trying. We our goal is to hit 54 holes in the day. Wow! If we can do it, and dude, I mean, I'm not trying to like say like, are you physically ready for that? But I'm not. 54 holes of golf. No, that's I'm gotta not. Be exhausted. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. Who knows? Plus, it's Friday, yeah. and I don't have to work until late tomorrow. So honestly, it could be 18 holes and 54 beers. <laughs> that might be the way that goes.
That might be the way that goes. We do have $1,000. Let's get you hooked up right now. Canton's Rock Station. Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Stansberry Show. Rock 106.9. We're online. WRQK.com. I want to point you there, actually, uh, to our show section. Stansberry Show section there. Uh, Apparently in Georgia, cops are just passing out DUIs to sober drivers. Strange. It was really weird. Like, when I watched that video, I honestly, I got mad. Now, again, I speak out constantly against drinking and driving. Do not do it. It's a lesson I had to learn the hard way. I'm telling you, you don't want to do it. Right? So I'm all for enforcement. I'm all for getting, you know, impaired drivers off the road. Right. But, you know, they were given alcohol tests past it. Cop says, well, I still feel like you smoked weed. And the girl says in the video, I don't even smoke weed. He goes, yeah, I don't care. Give me your wrist and we're locking you up. And like she went to the news station. She's like, I don't even smoke weed. Test came back negative. And this is now like they just assume I was. So they just arrest me for DUI. Honestly, that video and I'm pro cop. Try to be as you know what I mean? Whenever I can be. And honestly, I was mad. That video is online for you. It's a in the Stansbury Show section, WRQK.com. I've also put it up at the Facebook pages and Twitter, which is at Stansbury Show. Finally, there's a basketball game on tonight, 8 o'clock, that I can stay up and watch. Yeah. Unfortunately, LeBron's not in it. No. And you know what? We should address that a little bit here because the Western Conference got finalized last night. Except We know what the matchup's going to be now. Yep. Because San Antonio beat Houston in Houston 114-75. to 75. Let me tell you, as a guy who watches a lot of sports media shows in the afternoon, they are going to murder James Harden today. And rightfully so. you got to look at it in a couple different ways. Um, it was a, a piss-poor performance by him, an MVP candidate. I think he scored 10 points last night or something in like that. In the entire game? In the entire game. Uh, the Spurs also were down Tony Parker, who was uh, lost to knee injury, and Kawhi Leonard, their MVP candidate. So not only did you have home court advantage, not only did you have your back up against the wall, um, you also had a team across from you that was pretty beat up, and you still couldn't get it Without done. Tony Parker, without Kawhi Leonard, James Harden goes in. Because, dude, here's the thing. He had a bad fourth quarter in the game before this one. Oh yeah, dude, they're gonna murder him. Um, now I, I didn't I didn't see it, but I, I saw people praising him on Twitter last night, saying in the press conference James Harden owned it, and James Harden said like This is on this me. This is on me. This is you know oh, good this for him. Is my team. Um, like I said, I've not seen it. I didn't watch that press conference or anything, but some people were praising him. So hopefully that's the route that he went with it. Um, I like him. You know, you have to be you have to be held accountable for things. Sure. And if you're going to be the guy, you have to be the guy in the good times and the bad times. And when it goes bad. Heavy is the head there. I, it's just, here's what I figured out, right? And we can have the, is he better than George? Whatever. But LeBron is that much better than everybody playing in the NBA today, right? I mean, hard not to make the argument when you think about, you know, the three candidates of, of MVP where Russell Westbrook bounced out of the playoffs already. Right. Um, you've got uh, James Harden bounced out of the playoffs. Right. And- did not produce in the playoffs. And then Kawhi Leonard, another one of the guys they were talking about. And like, well, but I mean, he's certainly a fantastic player, but that system is in place. That San Antonio system, and don't get me wrong, he's an important part of that machine, but you could put a lot of people in that machine, and it's not going to... They have a Patriots way of next man up. If if the Cavs, if LeBron went down in a game oh, it's for over. a game for the Cavs, the Cavs lose that game. It's You know what right. I mean? Yes, yes. At bare minimum, yes. Because as I'm reading right now, Kawhi Leonard will be playing game one against the Golden State Warriors in the Western Conference Finals, so I don't know how serious that ankle injury was. I don't know what the circumstances of it were, but I do know 
if LeBron misses a game for the Cavs in the playoffs, the Cavs are going lose. to lose that game. I understand why he wasn't the MVP this year. I do. I understand that the, that the NBA needs people to believe that there are other stories in the NBA. I do. I get it. I mean, that's why Hubie Brown has to say good job, Raptors, right. is because you have to you have to make this something that everybody wants to watch. But if we're really going to take the phrase most valuable player and really uh, under the definition of what that would mean LeBron is by far the most valuable player not only to the Cavaliers but to the league yeah yeah I mean you know I I heard this the other night that Washington while playing Boston in Washington now granted their hockey team was in like a game seven the hockey game doubled the NBA rating wow Doubled it in Washington, meaning, dude, John Wall's a great player, but people obviously don't care. I mean, right? Like, I don't think a hockey rating would get double the rating during a LeBron era Cavaliers. You kind of have to look at the demographics of Washington too, of Washington D.C. And uh, well, this is what I said because you know they were talking about this on like ESPN and like you know Fox Sports and all that stuff that you know hockey doubled the rating, and I kept saying in Washington, somebody show me the rating in Baltimore. Which is technically going to be a lot of Washington's viewing audience. Show me, show me the ratings from Baltimore. I'm willing to bet Baltimore was watching the NBA game. I I would think so, but right? I, you know, I, I mean, I, it, I guess it just goes to show you. I think a lot of you know, we always say this about MLB, but you, you need stars. You need people to pay attention to these sports, and they have to prioritize that, and they have to make that like their. You know, don't get me wrong. the The integrity of the game is important, and making sure you have the best athletes out there is important, but I mean, you gotta get guys who people want to watch. Right. And you have to start marketing those dudes. And as, that's why Westbrook know. wins MVPs. And that's I, I I mean, here's the thing. You average a triple double all season. It's impressive. It hasn't been done since Oscar Robinson. Now, it's impressive. people make the argument that LeBron could do this at any time if he wanted to. He just decides to facilitate a little bit more and do other things because, well, it's because he wants gas in the tank later in the year. When LeBron's so damn close to a triple-double, it becomes almost an arbitrary thing where, like, oh, 10 assists, that's a much bigger deal than 9 assists. And right. it's like, really? Is it that much bigger of a deal? Um, but, I do, you know, like you said, you do. You have to spread a little bit of that love around to different guys. And, uh, you know, from, from, a, from a Cavs fan perspective, from a LeBron fan perspective, it makes me want to spit. It makes me want to be like, dude, F them. LeBron's the best player. And it's, then you got to be like, dude, no, there's a bigger picture at play here. So... It's better for the league overall. It it really is. You need to build storylines. You need to build interest. Spurs Warriors is better for the league overall. This is the first time that these two teams have ever clashed up against each other in the playoffs. So hopefully this will be a uh, just a brutal seven game series. It's important to point out during you know Golden State's historic run and all that stuff that honestly they've never faced their biggest you know what I mean competition in the playoffs. It's because the Spurs lost though. You know what I mean? Like no, you can only play who's put in front of you. You can't knock it. I'm just saying you know this was and again now they're going to be like sort of like half power as far as the Cavaliers go um, depending on things whether they go seven games or six games six games tonight uh, series starts on Monday if it goes seven games the series starts on Wednesday so uh, finally finally basketball you know is, is on the horizon we can hopefully see the Cavaliers in action soon. Boston up 3-2 that uh, that game is later tonight they could close out tonight which would be awesome I, I kind of hope that they do um, you know let me I, I heard this argument yesterday I'm interested to get your take as you're okay. big into the NBA and uh, Cowherd was saying yesterday that he understands John Wall is a great player. He says, but the matchup with Boston and the Cavs will be better because at least with Boston, you get the garden. 
you get the the atmosphere, you get the fans, you get that where with Washington it's like you get nothing. Yeah, yeah. I mean the Washington witnesses, that's long been the joke for Cavaliers fans, is that you know, LeBron has just trounced those dudes so many times out of the playoffs. And that's whether he was in Cleveland or whether he was in uh whether he was in Miami, but he's just I mean he's got their number. Um yes, Boston certainly the more storied franchise, and if we're getting into a final four of San Antonio, Golden State, Boston, and Cleveland, it's a pretty good final that's four. What TNT I'd, wants. I'd, I'd rather have that in place than uh than 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 Washington, but at the same time, dude, I, I've said it before, and I'm just concerned about um Boston's a tough team, and Kelly Olynyk's a dirty player, and I don't feel like that's too far of an assumption to make that you know something could happen there, and 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 Kevin Love getting his arm ripped out just keeps on like flashing through my mind, and like oh it's gonna happen again, dude, and you can't play the Boston Celtics again, so I that's that's my concern there is that that gets into a dirty series, and uh and and somebody ends up getting hurt for the Cavaliers. I always forget about Olenek. I, I do. I, I always forget about that. But they were showing that video the other day on TV, yeah. and that Kevin Love play. I mean, it is. It's just flat out dirty. I mean, it, there's no other. There's no other explanation for it. Yeah, when you got Draymond Green calling you dirty, you know you're pretty dirty, dude. Yeah. You know you're pretty, pretty dirty. I see it again. Draymond just out there being Draymond, and I hate him because he doesn't play. For, do you, he would be my favorite Cavalier if sure. he was a Cav, but he's not a Cav. So I just, honestly, Draymond drives me absolutely crazy. Yesterday on the program, yeah. we were uh, we were talking about this story where a dad was like caught and not caught was seen in a store and he was buying clothes for like his daughter's doll yeah. and the internet like exploded and was like calling this like the greatest dad ever. Best dad ever. And a listener called me out and said and gave me the stock old you're going to change your mind when you have kids. And he honestly it stuck with me all day so much so that I ran some math. And when I tell you what I found out Honestly, I'm going to reinforce why I'm totally all right being childless. We'll give you that next on The Stansberry Show. The Stansberry Show on Canton's Rock Station, Rock 106.9. And welcome back to The Stansberry Show, Rock 106.9. 710, your next opportunity to win $1,000 with our workday double pay. We'll give you your next keyword, 710 this morning. I know you're excited about payday, and you're like, ah, dude, ah, man, I'm feeling good. Financially, I'm all right, but 1000 bucks, you'd be feeling great, feeling fantastic. Yeah, you know what? As you say that, yeah. we, apparently we got paid last night, did we not? Indeed, we did. I'm Our a, fingers crossed, we did. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull up my uh, my banking information for uh, via my CSC Federal Credit Union mobile app. There, ding, ding. Uh, there, I, I actually do love their app. Actually, dude, you can pay, do uh, pay all your bills off of it. Everything else, just look at your accounts. Oh yeah, we sure did get paid last night. That's the uh, that's the thing people think about credit unions is like, yeah, they don't have the same technology as the big banks. Yeah, they do. <laughs> Oh, mine actually hasn't hit yet. It's in there. I can see it. I can see. Oh, wow. Oh, dude, it turns out uh, I got paid for some commercial reads. I can't wait till that thing hits. There it is. I can't wait till that. Man, that was good news. Man, thanks for sending me over there, buddy. I got you. I got you. So speaking of some money. Yeah. You know, we were talking yesterday on the program, and there was this guy who kind of went viral because he was buying his daughter like a, a, like clo- uh, like a, uh, clothes for the doll. He didn't even have the kid with him. He just had the doll with him. And for some reason or another, like he treated the doll very well, like had the doll sitting where the kid would sit in the cart. And people thought, catering to it as if it was his child. Yeah, like taking care of it. And people were like, "Oh, well, if he takes such good care of his daughter's dolly, babe, then it's gonna then he's a great dad. He's gonna be the best dad ever." This must mean. Uh, imagine how well he takes care of her. And we both made the argument that that may be true. 
but he could also beat that kid senseless, and this is how he says sorry. Makes me think that he's a psychopath. More than I've thought about it, dude. I mean, if you're carrying in that 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 doll and pretending like it's real, I think you're less likely to be a, a fit parent. I mean, okay, so when your daughter's there. All right, so you treat the baby like it's you know the, the doll like it's a real baby and fine. Like you're having a tea party, but with her. right, but buy in. Right, as soon as you leave the house, as soon as you're away from her, dude, leave that that doll in the back seat of the car. Go buy the go buy the clothes. You know, come back and be like, oh yeah, I brought the baby with me. Because you didn't know you were gonna go viral. You lie to kids all the effing time, dude. That's a part of being a parent. Is lying Tooth to fairy. your kids, right? A million Santa, things, right? Easter bunny. If you work hard, it's all gonna pay off for you in the long haul. So we tell kids lies every single day. You can. Be anything you want when you grow up. No, they can't. No, they can't. Yeah, my parents were good about that. So uh, why why was this like the thing that people are like, oh, it's so precious, so and precious. We were really not knocking the dad. We were knocking the rest of the country for saying, dude, quit making this guy father of the year over right. like ten minutes of this th- of this guy's right. life that you've seen. You don't know. And you know, and I kept saying, why is this guy getting patted on the back for for parenting one hundred and one for buying your kids clothes for the doll? Like, yeah. like I mean. It, that's what you should do as a parent. Isn't that what dad bad or bad dads do? It's like, oh, dude, yeah, cheated on your mom. Sorry, you only get to see me on the weekends, but I bought you some clothes for your toys, <laughs> right? Isn't that what that's what bad dads do? <laughs> yeah, sounds like bad dad. And so a listener reached out to me yesterday via Twitter. Again, at Stansbury shows how you follow that. And he said to me, he goes, you know, I was just like you two before I had my kids. I can't wait till one of you has kids, and then you'll totally understand. Uh, understand what? Uh, and I said to him, I was like. Dude, things can change all they want. I understand that my view may feel different on like having to go to a four-year-old's birthday party once I have my own kid. Of course. I could maybe see how that view could change. But I'm still not going to be expected to be patted on the back for parenting 101. My parents were too good for that. I think I'm going to be less likely to to embrace something like that because I'm going to be like, no, I'm a good dad. Here's what a good dad does. You know what I mean? I think I'll be way less likely to embrace More that. More likely to dig your feet uh, in, dig your yeah. heels in, to be like, no, this is what you do. Right. You know what? Yeah, I like it. <laughs> so I started thinking about it. But he did. He kind of got into my brain yesterday. And I was like, all right, am I doing this whole thing wrong? Am I handling my life wrong? Should I maybe be thinking about, am I going to go through the rest of my life and regret not having a child? I don't really think so. Right. But let's, you know, the guy said something to me about it. Didn't play golf yesterday. Let's figure this out. Right. Maybe, we'll, you know, maybe I'll start looking at it. Okay. And so then I started doing some research on it. And I ran across this article. And the headline is, here's how much you can expect to spend on your baby's first year. We'll skip ahead. I'm not going to beat you all down with like all this minutia. It's about 15 grand a year. 15 grand a year in the first year. Bro, at some point it might be the right idea for me to do it. It might. And maybe with two incomes, and maybe if we both have two jobs, that we should do this. But if you take $15,000 away from my salary right now, I have to live outside. Obviously, you're so, right. Two incomes, no. two incomes is a part of that, but that doesn't necessarily but mean... How much money is she going to make? Right. I mean, even if she makes the same as you, are right. you still going to feel comfortable dropping no. 15 gur? No. No is the that's answer a, to that. Dude, I mean, and that's like, that's, that's, I mean, that's a, a new car. That's a car. And that's over the course of a year. My car was used, cost more than that. At least, at least with that, though, you're paying it off over three, four, five years, right. where it's like with this, dude, this is a year's worth of expenses. Not much more than that, but a little. Jesus, Mary and Joseph, dude. I have, 
I mean, I, you know, this wasn't what has, has gotten me onto this point. It wasn't this guy that tweeted at me, but like, I have come to the realization where it's like, dude, you're 33. Like, you got to start to like figure that if you're going to do this, you got to start thinking about it soon. And dude, that terrifies me. $15,000. I mean, here's the thing, dude. You have moved in with your girlfriend. Ugh. You have gotten another animal with Ugh. two new animals with your girlfriend because one of your cats had died. So now you have gotten two animals with this girl, moved into a home with her. Yeah, bro. You're like well, two more pieces of jewelry away from wedding ring and then after the wedding ring it's like well we can't get a puppy already have the two cats here comes little phantoms i um i you know i i i i definitely see a future with my girlfriend there's no question yeah. about that and like i wouldn't be in this relationship the way that i am without that intention. No, you wouldn't be living with her if you didn't right. think you were in it for the long haul right 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 right, right. but you know this is enough for me <laughs> i don't, I don't Dude, know i feel like i'm paralyzed in fear i feel like i have deer in the headlights that's just totally fifteen thousand dollars you kidding me that's totally okay. That doesn't mean that you don't love your girlfriend. It just means that you're aware of how these things financially strap people and honestly sometimes lead to divorce. Because you because people do things before they're ready to do it. Now, I know obviously, you know, 15,000 is is a big number. Um you could play your card smarter and I'm sure get it down, you know. I mean, if 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 you weren't like, well, I have to have brand new everything for him and I have to like have the best of the best. I think it's okay to to, you know, buy your kids generic things, but like what are you going to drop? $5,000 off that? $10,000 is what we're talking about? I'm I agree, guy. but let's be honest, dude, you will and even though you and you're pretty good about money you are you're pretty good about not like spending money on that you shouldn't but your kid will will have one do your baby before a year old will have one pair of bronze it'll go good and then next thing you know phantom will have them tied in knots slung around the (laughs) rearview mirror of the car they go his kid's feet to you know to fuzzy eight ball around the rearview mirror chris tweets in and says they had six thousand dollars a year in daycare costs my God, dude. Honestly, that makes me want to, like, I can start to feel vomit in the back of my throat. Just the thought of that. Like, now, the th- like the stress of having to figure out how to, how to make all that money happen. Right. $6,000 for somebody else to watch your kids that you don't know, you don't trust. You're going to feel like, oh, is this one of those, is this one of those daycares that throws the kids down the steps? Or is this one of those, those places? And, like, it's, it, dude, oh, I'm just, I'm so stressed out right now. Don't, can we end this break, dude? I'm freaking out. Dustin tweets and says, worth every penny to me. And I'm sure that they are. I'm totally. I'm not debating that. In although in my head I'm debating that, but like, <laughs> outwardly, vocally, I'm not going to debate that. I'm sure it is. But the thought of doing it without having them, if to, to, to say to me, "Hey, next year, because we're already signed up through next year, mm-hmm. for, you know, with the company, we're just going to take fifteen grand out of what we're mm-hmm. paying you." And here you get a baby. <laughs> no. Thank you. Dude, you better he didn't say no trademarks. This is this is all things, you know, average. This is this is, you know, yes. what if what if your kid has something health wise that goes wrong? What if you have to have some sort of special, you know, medical procedures or something like that? And I mean that's a lifetime of of, of debt and lifetime of issues like that. And I have to assume that as kids get older, they get more expensive. When you have a baby, you can just tell them like, all right, you just hold a baby in a little onesie and it's fine. Dude, once they get to be, you know, 12, 13, 14 years old. Dad, I want two pairs of LeBrons. Dad, I want an iPad. Dad, I want this. Give me twenty dollars. Oh my god, dude! You know, another listener is telling me it makes you realize that you're spending your money on yourself and wasting money on yourself, and you, uh, uh, you know, you end up spending money on things that really matter. Okay, all right. I'm, I'm told I, I will make room. Okay, but I'm gonna just give you some averages. Okay, let's say rent's nine hundred. Okay. 
Because honestly, by the time, let's say where you live is 900. Okay. Mortgage, a couple of utility bills, okay. let's call it 900, which is low. Under 1,000, right. If you're is, living somewhere under 1,000, that's all right. Which is probably low for most people, right? Let's put another $200, probably a little bit, you know, we'll round up to 300 for a car payment. So where are we now? 1250, right. 1200, somewhere right. right around there. Now put a cell phone bill in there. Another 200. There's 14. Okay? Now put food on that a month, but conservatively for a family it's called 300. So now you're at 1700. I haven't thrown the kids in yet. You're at 2 grand before your children a month. And this is what I keep saying. I want people to have children, but you need to be at the dining room table with the calculator, with your partner, really figuring this out before you're just like, oh, well, yeah, we'll figure it out once it gets here. Like, I just think people are unprepared. I love wasting money on myself. I love it. That's like my favorite thing to do, dude. I want the WWE network and I want tattoos and I want to buy dumb stuff. That's what I love to do. (laughs) God, I got to spend all that on somebody else now. Thank you for sounding like the selfish one for once. couple of huge Canton news stories happened yesterday. We'll play you some audio next on the Stansberry Show. 6-9. Welcome back to the Stansberry Show. Rock 106.9. Just a few minutes away from getting you hooked up with $1,000 now with our workday double pay. We'll give you your next keyword here shortly. It seems Canton was all over the news yesterday. Got a couple of weird stories here. Uh, one, and people should know this, you are not allowed to keep horses in a strip mall. Not allowed to do that. Now, I once upon I asked Fantone, neither one of us know, I'm sure somebody will uh, will let us know. I once upon a time had referred to this as to the Mellet Plaza, and then somebody in the hallway yelled at me and said, it's Mellet, and I don't know which one it is, so I, I know that's one of those things people hate on the radio, where it's like, it's not, you know what I mean? It's just say Tusk, not <laughs> say the whole word, right? It's like one of those things. So I don't know what the, the proper pronunciation of that, and I apologize. But we do have a little audio here of a guy who was trying to keep horses. <laughs> In the strip mall up there. Didn't think you were going to get this call today, did you? (laughs) Neither did I. Even for police officers, it was an odd and unusual call. Police body camera shows two horses peering through the window of a vacant storefront at a strip mall on West Tuscarawa Street in Canton Wednesday evening. Canton police called in the Stark County Humane Society to remove the animals. When I first got the call, I... I couldn't believe it. I, I had to go out and see it with my own eyes. The owner of the Irish Exchange Bar in the same strip mall also said it was a bizarre sight. The bartender that was coming on duty was staring down that way, so we just I looked down what's going on down there, and she's there's horses. Investigators say when they eventually got inside, they found 42-year-old John Yant sleeping. Damn police! Is anybody in here? Yant told authorities he had been drinking earlier in the day at the strip mall, which he says is owned by relatives. He told Fox 8 that earlier in the day he had taken his horses to visit a sick uncle. I guess he was too drunk and needed a place to crash. John Yant did not want to speak on camera, but he did yeah, tell not. off camera that he never intended to hurt his horses. He says he brought them here to this empty store that they use for storage because he did not want to drive them home to his farm drunk. Yant also says a friend was supposed to come help him move the horses, but never showed up. He says there was a bucket of water in the building and food outside in his trailer. Well, that'll cover it. The Society is going to care for your animals right now, okay? 
and then you'll have to go to court and stuff to get them back. The Canton Police Report says the horses had no food or water. They charged him with two misdemeanor counts of cruelty to animals. Yeah, he's it's never going to see those kind animals of an ever again. Only in Canton story that we have. Never going to see those animals ever again. And now listen, I don't think this was an appropriate thing to do, but like, no, why, but like, I mean, if it was only for like a couple of hours in that storefront, it's not like he was keeping them there permanently. He, they mentioned he had a farm and stuff like that. Like, is there a law against having animals like your horse inside? I would imagine you have to be zoned for horses, right? Yeah, but I mean, I mean the government's that, involved in everything. Uh, I can't imagine they're just like, yeah, roll horses up in there. But it's not like this was like animal cruelty. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like this was like these horses didn't show signs of abuse. These horses didn't show sign of neglect. These horses didn't. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I'm not trying to say that this was good. I just don't know if this is like, well, you never get to have these horses back again. Uh, right. He may get them back. I think it's going to be difficult. I think if you're drunk in the middle of the day and you're throwing them in a storefront versus, you know what I mean? Like, that's going to weigh negatively. On their on their opinion of you. your storefront, right? I mean, it's not like he broke into this place. They say owned by relatives, so well, not necessarily his. Ha- had a key, you know what I mean? Okay. It's not like it's not like this was like he didn't just like break in and just you know. And it's not like this was like where he was keeping these horses long term. I, 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 it's definitely a funny story. It's definitely like a, a WTF thing, but I just, I, I don't know if this is the same thing as like, people are making this out to be like, oh my God, this guy was like stabbing these horses. And I, I, listen, you shouldn't have horses in a building. I mean, you're definitely showing bad decision-making around with live animals. I mean, dude, you know how bad horse manure smells? Now imagine putting it in a oh, storefront. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, disgusting. And, and, and But once again, it's his building. I mean, there's plenty of gross stuff you can have in a building. Like, I don't know. I, I just... Yes, but... Did he not think people were going to see it? Yeah, I don't know I why, mean, how you thought you were going to get away with that. I mean, you're. I mean, I go. I walk. I know exactly where this is. Right. I use Laundry Express all the time. I'm in that shopping center all the time, and so like walking by that window, I would have. T- I know exactly where this place is. I I would have. I walk by there all the time. I would have known for sure. I was like, that's a live animal in there. We do have another. Local Canton story. We do want to get to this, but I need to give you this $1,000 first. Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Stansbury Show on Rock 106.9. We have a pair of Ohio Championship Wrestling tickets. Their event is Bash at the Babe. That's tomorrow night. Actually, no shame Jimmy Shane will be joining us 9.30. He'll prove once again that there is plenty of shame to go around in that dude. <laughs> I believe Juice Jennings is going to be in attendance as well. So is that it right? should be a good time. Uh, both those dudes have big matches. And uh, this this entire Big event, matches is what they dude, are. Dude, big matches. This is Jimmy Shane's first shot at the Ohio Championship Wrestling Heavyweight title. It's happening in a steel cage. And uh, Juice Jennings actually taking on Sherman Tank in the retirement match right there. So, Tanks no more. Uh, dude, this could be the end of it all. This could, uh, last time Last time we they were in the ring together, a steel chair was involved. And, and dude, things went south quick. So uh, who knows what's going to happen at the J-Babe Stern Community Center, which uh, is kind of the entire reason for this whole event. Uh, Proceeds are going to help the community center. So even if you don't like pro wrestling and the lawsuit that comes when the cage finally comes down, (laughs) even if you don't like pro wrestling, this is a great opportunity uh, to support the uh, the community center. You know, 
what? Call those guys back. I don't want Jimmy Shane in here. I don't want Juice Jennings in here. You bring me the cage builder. I want a good look at that, dude. The guy that's like building the cage. I want to, dude, because something tells me looks much like the county fair worker. Same dude. Same guy putting together the, the tilt-a-whirl at the county fair is putting together that steel cage. That appetite for destruction t-shirt. <laughs> you can trust them. Yeah, I'm ready. Yeah, I want to meet the cage builder. That's who I need to meet. OCWrestling.net if you want to buy tickets. We'll also pass out a pair here shortly, 1-800-243-7625. For the break, we were letting you know that uh, a guy thought it was going to be a good idea to store some horses yeah. in a storefront. What was one of those gaming parlors. Yeah. In the, and again, I apologize if I'm pronouncing this wrong, and even though it's a place I go every day. The Millette Plaza up there off of Tusk. Yeah, and the guy the had him in there. Exchanges, everyone knows. Right yeah, right is. down the yeah, right oh. down the way from uh, you know the Irish Exchange. Again, fantastic place. Great stuff. And uh, you know, you were saying you don't really think this is all that bad. I mean, I'm not saying it's a good decision, but I am saying like, I mean, if the guy was drunk and he decided that like, hey, I don't want to drive, if he would have just left those horses in the trailer, would that have been any better? It's still inside. Probably not better. Probably ultimately not better. Here's my issue is that you had a destination where you wanted to take the horses, and instead of making sure you got that done, you got drunk instead. And at that point, you are showing me decision-making. You're you're showing it to me, and I'm telling you, that's the way the judge is going to look at it. Poor decision-making, I I don't think it's debatable in this case. I think think that's 100% So we're on the same board there. Uh, But uh, to me, I I, I think I saw a lot of people yesterday turning this into, like, animal abuse, where it's like, like, dude, you were beating these horses or neglecting these horses or something like that. Now, listen, I'm sure it was stressful for the horses to be inside. That's not a natural environment for them. I'm sure that was, like, you know, stressful at the the very least. What the hell's going on in here, right? Right. right. You take right. a dog over to your buddy's house. He does the same thing. Where am I? What's going on? Right. But I mean, it's certainly not, you know, abuse to do that. No, right. It's it, it's it's not abuse to do that. So bad decision making. Yes. I don't know if this is, you know, the, the, the animal cruelty case that we're all making it out to be. OK, that's fair. I guess maybe we shouldn't jump up and down on it just yet. I just think, you know, a- animal control or whoever it is he's going to have to deal with now is going to be like, bro, you got hammered instead of getting these things home to the farm. You go over to WRQK.com. You can actually watch the video in the body cam footage. I don't want to say it's hilarious, but it is. It is kind of funny. First of all, the guy's hammered drunk. You can see it in his face. Second of all, like he's listening to the spin doctors for some reason, and it's just great stuff in there, dude. Go go check it out, WRK.com. I'll also tweet it out at Sansbury Show. Is, uh, <laughs> I'll tweet it out for you so you can see it. We also have some video on this as we have a, uh, we have a story out of Canton, Ohio, where some good decision making happened. Uh, a little tip of the cap to uh, the Stark County Sheriff's Office here. Frantic witnesses flag down Canton police while Good Samaritans hey, try on, to help. On, I got a hammer. Rescue two toddlers ages three and one oh. strapped in the back seat of a car in a creek in Canton Thursday, captured on body cam video. I mean, I didn't really know what to think. Stark County Sheriff George Mayer just happened to be in that area at the exact moment. I seen the car rolling, went over the uh, other side of the road and over the embankment and into the stream, and so I just immediately responded. Oh my God. They're okay. They're okay. Here. The boy's mother, heard crying in the background, had been outside of the parked stick shift vehicle when it came out of gear, traveling backwards from the Circle K at Fulton Northwest and Stadium Park Drive across four lanes of mid-morning traffic. Yeah. Yeah. Missed these two poles. Before hitting the water. 
about three and a half feet deep due to heavy rain. The water was cold. But the sheriff jumped in and pulled the scared little boys to safety as water began filling the back compartment. We're very fortunate that the car didn't go in completely in and be totally submerged. Just amazing. Grace of God was with them. Lucky, too, that so many officers were close by. The sheriff says any one of them would have done the same thing. He just happened to get there first. I think probably the, the most rewarding thing for me was to be able to hand those children to their mother, who was certainly uh, uh, pretty concerned herself, as you can imagine. And um, um, I guess I'll sleep better tonight because of that. Yeah, I bet you would. Right? You're going to feel like the best person on planet Earth. You just gave a mom back two of her kids. Yeah, I mean, and you got to think, too. That's like superhero stuff. I mean, you got to think that, you know, obviously, you know, I mean, Sheriff Mayor has been, you know, involved in the Stark County Sheriff's Department forever, um, but he's walking in like the man today. <laughs> like, everybody's standing up, clapping for him. Like, you you have to be feeling just good. Just walking in that. a room, showing up five minutes after your penis gets there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just feeling good about life. And, and as he should. I mean, he just gave a mom back to her for kids. I, um, you know, obviously I'm very familiar with this gas station, and I'm 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 a little confused about how the car just slipped out of gear. So I heard stick shift slipped out of gear. Okay. Okay. Um, now I don't have a stick shift anymore, but my last car was. Okay. So I don't know. And again, this is all speculation. So I don't know if what she had done is pulled up and instead of putting it in gear, just pulled up the emergency brake and Mm -hmm. maybe that wasn't up to snuff. Because emergency brakes actually work. You know, people don't think about this. But emergency brakes in cars work opposite of every other product you use. Meaning, the, the less you use it, the more worn out it'll get. Like the it'll it, an emergency brake stays in better shape the more often you use it. If it hasn't been engaged in a while, okay, right. Okay. So so I don't know that that's what happened. Um, I know that having had multiple stick shift cars throughout my life, sometimes like it, it, the gear uh, box can be a little loose, right? And you can just pull it out. So I don't know if one of the kids maybe just slapped something like that might have happened. Possibility for sure. But it, I mean, it got back in gear, went backwards across four lanes of mid morning traffic. I mean, dude, the, the fact that it didn't hit anything else is uh, like a miracle. And I feel like that. That part might be a little bit confused by the news there because if I'm I'm picturing it correctly, if it was at that gas station, it would only have had to gone over that four one. doesn't sound right. Well, four is Tusk there as you get on seventy seven, and it would have because uh, okay. right across the street's that church, right? You've got that Sunoco right there, and across that uh, like across that little street, that little is, is like is where the creek is. So I think it just went over those two lanes, which oh, still okay. I mean is something. But, yes, but, it didn't hit that pole right there. They were saying in the audio too. I mean they're lucky, and I mean honestly. Like you know, they they mentioned that that the creek was you know higher than usual just because of of rain. But it's lucky that that was just a creek and not a bigger body of water. Because if that car would have went into you know an actual river, like that could have been a completely different story that we're talking about today. Oh yeah. So the fact that it was you know a couple feet of water and the sheriff was able to wade out there and pull him out of the car and do that. I mean, obviously a, a lot of perfect storm of like. Good stuff happened here. Again, if you haven't seen that yet, you can do it at WRQK.com in the Sansbury Show section. We have also tweeted it out at Sansbury Shows how you follow that. And we do have a pair of OCW wrestling tickets. Yeah. That uh, event is tomorrow night. Bash at the Bay. We'll get you hooked up right now. We'll take call at 31-800-243-7625 on those. And we know, Fantone, who the biggest diva in all of media is. And we'll get you clued in next on the Sansbury Show. Welcome back to the Sansbury Show. Rock 106.9. You'll be $1,000 richer at 810 with our workday double pay. That's when your next keyword happens. 
So when you have a in the public eye type job, mm-hmm. you do it long enough. Sooner or later, you were going to be seen in a light that you wish people didn't see you. Yeah. Famously, Bill O'Reilly, screw it, we'll do it live! Like that whole thing, right? Yeah. Sooner or later, so you get exposed. Yeah, I mean, because what it boils down to is if people look at you long enough, eventually they're going to watch you F up, no matter who you are. And let's be honest, that's what they want. America loves to build you up and Mm -hmm. then tear you back down and remind you that they are the ones that built you. They love doing that. We love doing that. Okay, and in the day and age of leaks and snapping, you know, screenshotting and then retweeting and this and that, sooner or later you're going to be taken out. And the part of the problem is, is that when you have a public eye job, you spend so much time putting on that public face. Mm -hmm. There's obviously another side to you that most of the audience could not handle, so they don't get to see it. Right. I mean, there's there. Everyone has that side. It just, you know, when when you're so constantly shoving, you know, the cheese into their face and like, hey, look at me, I'm smiling and dancing and laughing. Then they only want that. And they see the flip side of that. It seems even more stark. It seems even more of a contrast. You right. know, so Steve Harvey is the latest one of these. And he's moving his new show, his show. I, apparently, it's like six years old. His show is Steve his talk show. show. Yeah. And he's moving it to Los Angeles, I believe. To start, I think, the fifth season of it. And he wrote an email to his staff. And it's Kurt. And it's been leaked online. And I have the letter. And this is the letter he sent out to the staff. This is Steve Harvey addressing the entire staff. Good morning, everyone. Welcome back. I would like you all to review and adhere to the following notes and rules for season five of my talk show. There will be no meetings in my dressing room, no stopping by or popping in, no one. Now, they're the first line. I have no issue with that. Yeah, I get that. Let's have meetings where we're supposed to have them. Don't just like say, oh, yeah, we forgot to handle this in the rundown meeting here. No, 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 no. Let's handle it in the meeting room. When I'm in my dressing room, I'm getting ready for the show. That's perfectly in bounds. I have no issue. Okay. And it says, do not come to my dressing room unless invited. I don't necessarily have a problem with that unless there's a major catastrophe. That's fine. That's his like kind of space before getting ready to go out and entertain America. He's got to get himself together. I'm perfectly fine with that. Okay. Do not open my dressing room door. If you open now again, he uses capitals here. If you open my door, expect to be removed. Okay. Now you're getting a little far. Um, I don't think so. I mean, like, this has probably been a problem for him before, like where people feel like, no, we'll just go talk to him. Nope. We'll come in there. Nope. I'm going to open up the door and just say, hey, Steve, can we get a minute with you? No, no. I'm the boss here. I don't have a minute. I this I'm getting ready to do this right, right now. Right. I'm, I'm the boss here. And that's the, the, the it, 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 we, we don't want to let Steve Harvey be the boss because he's a celebrity. But at the end of the day, he's the boss. And if I went to my boss's office right now and opened up the door while he was on the phone with somebody, you can bet your ass. He'd tell me to get the F out. Right. He says, my security team will stop everyone from standing at my door who have the intent to see or speak to me. I want all of the ambushing to stop now. That includes my television staff. You must schedule an appointment. I have been taken advantage of by my lenient policy in the past. This ends now. No more. (sighs) Again, most of America is going to read that as as poor. But as a guy who's kind of in a similar situation, yeah, you do the the nicer you are, the more the staff takes advantage of you. It's just the way it is. Belichick, believe me, isn't nice. 
That guy's a barker. Steve Kerr, I hear behind closed doors, is a screamer because that's how you get what you need to get out of the people who work underneath you. It says, do not approach me while I'm in the makeup chair unless I ask to speak with you directly. Either knock or use the doorbell. I feel like that's okay. It's a little tone deaf, but not expecting to have to deal with like a work meeting while you're getting your television face put on, I, could, I, I think is okay. It says, I am seeking more free time for me throughout the day. It's weird even for the boss to kind of claim I need free time during my working day. That kind of came off as weird to me. It says, do not wait in any hallway to speak to me. I hate being ambushed. Please make an appointment. Again, if you take out, I hate being ambushed, that sentence doesn't bother me all that much either. I understand why people are, are making this a big deal because it because it's very old world. This isn't this isn't 2017 written. This is 1988 written. I, I I don't get it, dude. I mean, I don't. Nothing that he said there felt over the line to me. Nothing he sent there he said there felt disrespectful to me. Um, I I don't understand why people want to get upset about this. This is like I said, this is the boss. Like this is the person who runs that organization, who runs that show, and they set the rules. And I I mean, are, are we just looking for like an exception where it's like, oh well, I don't want to have to wait to talk to Steve Harvey? No, dude. If your boss tells you 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 can come in here at 10 o'clock you can come in here at 10 o'clock you can't come in here at 9 30 says i promise you i will not entertain you in the hallway and do not attempt to walk with me that seems a little weird because we're picking at these words dude if he's if he's walking from makeup to the show and he's got seven people following him saying hey steve steve don't forget about this don't forget about yeah that's true you can't have that you can't have he says if you're reading this yes i mean you everyone do not take offense to the new way of doing business it's for the good of my personal life and enjoyment thank you all steve harvey now again What I would have said there instead of, it's for the good of the product, and it is for the good of the product. Leaving the person who has to go out, whose name is on the product, and leaving them alone as they're getting ready to go do this and make sure it comes off exactly the way he wants it to come off is ultimately the most important thing for the brand. That's where our jobs come from, is from the Steve Harvey show. I mean, at the end of the day, Steve going out there and right. doing the Steve Harvey thing is where we get our paychecks from. So to so to act like 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 just because you feel like that you should be a part of that process, whether it's talking to him or having a meeting with him or whatever it is, he's the one who makes the sausage. You don't get to decide on that. And if you want to be a part of this team, these are the rules that are in place. This, I mean, when this broke yesterday, people were trashing Steve Harvey publicly. Wow. Maybe we have a different perspective on it because we work in the creative field and we kind of understand. And, like, we've faced not the same thing. But, like, I I mean, I've definitely caught attitude with people in this building because they don't respect coming into the studio. If somebody comes into the studio, I'm not going to be nice about it. I'm not. Like, you. No, honestly, you're over the line rude on that. We're six to ten. This this is what the show that's happening here, and this is where we all get the money from, and this is what the product that we sell is, and 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 you don't just get to barrel in here and say, hey, Stansberry, 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 did you read this spot? Well, no, because I'm in the middle of a goddamn broadcast. All right, between six and ten, I'm with you on that. Ten oh five, I don't care if somebody comes in here and asks me something. No, I mean that's because that's right. That's that's outside of 
when the show is. I think people, now I know a lot of people only listen to the radio, have never met me in person, you just assume, man, that guy sounds like a jerk. But I think people, I, as a matter of fact, I don't think I know. If you talk to staff members at any radio station I've ever worked at, they'll all tell you that off the air, probably the nicest, most approachable morning guy, afternoon guy in the history of the business. Most guys that do this for a living are complete dicks when they're not on the radio because they're so obsessed with it that, that, that they're crazy about it that it's the only, it's all consuming. I do, I know guys in this business that won't look you in the eye as they're walking down the hallway because all they're doing is concerning themselves with the product. Now, I have tried later in my life to find a little work-life balance where I don't necessarily have to be that way. I'm no longer a studio rat. I used to be where it was like, dude, I spent 18 hours a day at the radio station when I first got in this business and I had to stop because I was driving myself absolutely crazy. You can still put on a good program and bring a little work-life balance in it. And I think that's what Steve's trying to do. Now, in 2017, what I would have done is I would have had a harsh meeting and I would have said all of this in front of people and I would have said, nobody's using your cell phones during this meeting. Nobody's doing this. I would have said everything I I had to say like I said it in that note. And then I would have sent out a follow-up note that says, in referencing the meeting that we had this morning, so this would have never seen the light of day. Because if you work in this business as an associate producer, camera guy, grip, whatever, you should know this stuff. Yeah. And so every once in a while, a little broadcasting 101 reminding people, do no, we're going to tighten this up. We're going to do this my way so the product comes off the way I need it to. And then kind of like, in, dude, you just got to be careful in print right now. You just have to be very careful because the tone of the nation is, oh my God, Steve Harvey's mean. Where in reality, everybody in media is that way. Everybody in media wishes they could write that, that letter to their staff. They just do because that's how you get the most out of your staff. But of course, when you read it or when you hear it, it's like, oh my God, that's a little crazy. Like I said, it's just written in 1988. It's not written for 2017. We do have $1,000 with our workday double pay. You're getting hooked up next on the Stansberry Show. Go on Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Stansberry Show, Rock 106.9. We're online at WRQK.com. Still to come is $1,000 with our workday double pay. That's minutes away. I am sorry. I, uh, I'm reading this live as it's Okay. Happening breaking news right now. Kirkersville, Ohio, Licking County have confirmed an active shooter situation Friday morning. According to 911 dispatchers, the shooting was reported on East Main Street in Kirkersville. This is more down near Columbus. And uh, from again, from the information I'm reading here, but that's just now breaking. So uh, it seems like as if they're dealing with an active shooter situation. Scary stuff. Uh I do have this to report to you that according to Bud Shaw, Brock Osweiler will be the Browns starting quarterback to start the season. Now Vegas has set originally it was four, but from what I hear now, sportsbooks have the Browns win total for next season at four and a half. I'm telling you, as a guy who bets games, bet the under. Bet the under. You'll say bet to me. They're not winning five. And my guess is probably three's more likely. So if the over under is four and a half, I'm gonna bet the and especially if Brock Osweiler is going to be the quarterback. And I hear people make this argument all the time. Well, you know, Elway offered him a bunch of money, so he might be good. No, Elway offered him just enough money to where he knew Brock Osweiler was going to say no. So when the loser quarterback left town, Elway wasn't left holding the bag, being the bad guy who wouldn't sign the quarterback. He offered him just enough. 
And then Houston gives the kid, what, $110 million without even interviewing him. The kid can't play. We know he can't play. But Fantone's made this argument with the Browns for next season, which is somebody's got to go be the RG3. Because you don't want to ruin Kaiser the first year out. Kessler didn't light the world on fire, so somebody has to RG3 this for you. Why not Osweiler? I mean, if he's going to be on on the roster and he's going to have his face and he's going to be getting paid, I don't know why he's going to be any better or worse than any other option. Let him take the hits. Quarterback. Um, I mean, but... <laughs> If, if 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 that's the mindset that the Browns are walking into the season with, dude, that's a that's a, that's dude. You're right. Under four and a half is the safest bet you Safe can make. Bet. I mean, Brock Osweiler is like. I don't think anybody's looking at him as the well. This is the quarterback of the future. No. This is how we're going to. And I still like the move that the Browns made. Uh, you know, to, yeah, he paid a halfway decent amount of money for for the pick that they got. Right. So you know, I I feel like, but you have to do something with him. And nobody wants him. Nobody wants him. And nobody worth anything wants to come play quarterback in Cleveland. I mean, that is the that that is probably the worst position in sports you could get drafted to right now. Is you know you don't have a long shelf life there. Jets quarterback, our quarterback. Yeah, but yes. Now, you know, obviously the offensive line has uh, has improved in the offseason, which I think is a, a positive step. Yes. And hopefully will lead to a more productive quarterback. Defense should have gotten a little bit better too. Also, new coordinator, you might be in more games. Than you were last year. You got a team full of of guys who went one and fifteen last year, though. So to to put to put that weight on Deshaun Kaiser and say, "Hey, dude, no, we we might as well just throw you into the Lions." When, then it's idiotic. When they said, as he was coming out, every expert said, "Look, the ceiling on Kaiser is amazing, but he's the most raw right now. Maybe Patrick Mahomes, but he's one of the most raw products right now. Meaning he needs a ton of work." Now we're told that he was a quarterback whisperer. So maybe he can get the most out of Kaiser. I just don't think he's going to be able to get the most out of him this year. But again, they were saying the other day he's going to compete. I'm telling you right now, Kaiser will see the field. He he will play this year. Um, if you're looking at it from the perspective of Deshaun Kaiser is just going to be another dude in the NFL, probably will never be anything, then fine, throw him out there. But if you're looking at him as well, he's a possible quarterback of the future for the Cleveland Browns. I hope that doesn't happen. Uh, me too. I, 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 I know it's not a popular thing to say. I know it's not a, a, a you know acceptable thing to say in the 2017 NFL world, but like give these kids a year, dude. I mean, yes, obviously you know, uh, you the first run- round draft pick's going to have to come in and make an impact immediately. Miles Garrett has to come in and start cracking skulls. First overall pick has to play. But as a quarterback, dude, you need a year to learn that game. You need a year to learn the speed of it and, and, and to see the freak athletes of it and to, and to be overwhelmed by it. It's better for you to be overwhelmed with a clipboard in your hand than a football in your totally. hand. Totally. I'll, I'll give you a perfect example of just a guy as quarterback. Of just a guy who benefited from not starting that first year. Look at Carson Palmer. That guy's extended his career. Multiple teams. Now, lack of production last year, but the guy's getting old. But he sat behind John Kitna. In Cincinnati. Ended up having a halfway decent run in Cincinnati. Resurrect now the thing in with the, the Raiders that got a little weird. He got caught just, you know, just being greedy looking for the money. But then when he went to Arizona, kind of resurrected that career a little bit. Look at Aaron Rodgers. Sat. Now, granted, there's no Brett Favre here. 
But John no. Kitna's not John Kitna's not a Hall of Fame quarterback. No, I, I, I don't think it necessarily has to be Brett Favre in front of you, but somebody who's been in the league for a couple of years, somebody who knows the speed of the game, somebody who's had some snaps, and Brock Osweiler is that guy. Like, that's fine. And you've got a coach that's capable and a, and a quarterback who's willing to, you know, step up and take those hits. I, it seems like a no-brainer to me. Yeah, Brock Osweiler, starting quarterback, all 16 games, and, you know, next year you, you start to put together the actual plan. I want to address this quickly because a guy tweets in and says, I bet Kaepernick would have taken that money. Okay, I know everybody was all upset about Kaepernick yesterday because what Blaine Gabbert got signed by Arizona. For the third string quarterback, though. Yeah, I think it was a small amount of money, too. I think it was like And he might not make the team. Let's not pretend Kaepernick wants to be a third string quarterback. So that's not the same thing as like, well, Blaine Gabbard's getting jobs, but Kaepernick is. It's not the same thing. And I heard somebody made this argument yesterday, and it's totally true. Jay Cutler's got more talent than both those guys combined, and nobody wanted him. It's all about the market and what systems you fit. I will say this. Is Colin Kaepernick being blackballed a little bit for his politics? Absolutely. It would be a lie to deny that. But if the kid could throw the ball down the field and could make the play, if he could still make the plays, somebody would deal with it. I fully support Colin Kaepernick's right to, you know, kneel during the national anthem or do what he wants there, but there's consequences to your actions. And if you don't think that teams are going to see that behavior and factor that into the equation, whether you're on their team or not, you're high, you're crazy, you're stupid. I mean, I, I, I just can't, I can't wrap my head around why people think that wouldn't be a part of it. Of course it's a part of it. Again, I heard somebody say this yesterday, that I want my third string quarterback to not have fans and not have naysayers. I want my third string quarterback to be the most unrecognizable person on the field. If you bring Kaepernick in, that's not what it is. It's you're not playing him because you're racist. And that dude, that's dude. Colin Kaepernick is a walking coach fire. That's all that kid would be next year. And if you're a GM right now, why do you want to do that to your locker room for a kid that you're not looking to play first string minutes, right? Makes all the sense in the world to me. We do have $1,000 with our workday double pay. You're getting hooked up right now. Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Stansberry Show. We're on Rock 106.9 online for WRQK.com. 9.30 will get you hooked up with a pair of tickets for Ohio Championship Wrestling. Bash at the Babe, that event tomorrow night. Also be joined in studio by Juice Jennings and No Shame Jimmy Shane. I have no idea who either one of those dudes are, <laughs> but apparently they wrestle and apparently there's going to be a steel cage match tomorrow night. I, I'm just guessing that thing's going to be held together with Gorilla Tape. I don't know that. But you never know. We'll pass out those tickets around 9.30. Fantone's all excited. He's like all chair wiggling and dancing because Friday mornings, our, uh, our receptionist, Linda, like the nicest lady of all time, brings donuts. That's the only time. If the studio door opens between 6 and 10, and if it's not Linda with donuts, Fantone will freak out. But as long as there's donuts... She can come in whenever she wants to, dude. Honestly, Linda, you know you have an open invite into this studio. You come on in, girl. Not even close. My favorite employee in the building. Not even close. There is no close second. I, Yeah, not even Fantone. Li- I, dude, Linda should be employee of the month every month. Every month. Yeah, I agree. She's like the MVP. I would agree. So, do your boy Trump's out there saying crazy stuff. I mean, just there was so much of it yesterday. I just couldn't even sift through it. I'm hearing now, he says, he avoids watching or reading news reports that are critical of him, meaning any news whatsoever. That was in a Time Magazine interview that was published yesterday. He says, I quote here, 
I've been able to do something that I never thought I had the ability to do. I've been able not to watch or read things that aren't pleasant, the president said. Now, that's been, I made a decision long ago, having a public eye job, that I'm not reading radio message boards. I'm not reading what fanboys have to say on different radio stations, websites, and this and that about shows that suck and shows that are good. I don't care. Because, dude, once you start getting bogged down, you read that stuff, it makes you second-guess everything. Now, that's okay for me. But it's not okay for the president to avoid the news. Well... The thing I'm going to say about that is, and this has been a problem with the with with the the reign of President Trump so far, is you'll remember during the election, he talked about like, oh yeah, I know a lot of stuff. I watch all the shows, and it's like, dude, you shouldn't base your information off of the news. You should be basing your information as president off of a far more a far more uh, informed right situation. Right. Granted, point taken. Yet. If I was the leader of the free world, I would still want my eyes and ears on the news broadcast as how things are being sent to the nation. How is it landing for America? All of that stuff I think is important for a president to keep his eyes on. You bet your ass I have a team of people. I've got a dude watching CNN 24 hours a day. I got somebody watching Fox News 24 hours a day. I got somebody watching MSNBC. They can bring me a weekly dossier filled with like, hey, here's the tone of the nation. Here's what people are saying. You know, that's one thing. But for you to be sitting there like, like, like watching the lead with Jake Tapper every day and then being like, oh, I got to turn it over to Morning Joe and see what he's saying about me. Oh, I got to turn it over to Shepard Smith, see what he's got to say about me. Wow. Are, dude, are, you, dude, are you giving him credit here? Well, I'm not giving him credit because he's still reading things, reading media sources that are positive about him. If you said I'm cutting off media sources, that would be one thing. But when you say I'm cutting off negative media sources, I'm cutting off media sources who are mean to me. Sounds a little snowflakey to me. He says, it's an ability I never thought I'd have. I never thought I'd have the ability to say that they're doing a big story on me on CNN and, and I won't watch it, Trump told the Time Magazine article. And it's amazing. It doesn't matter. But it really, the equilibrium is much better, he says. As far as newspaper and things, I glance at them. They're really dishonest. I mean, they're really dishonest. I mean, he's like that guy from Goodfellas, like Jimmy Two Times, who says everything twice. The Republican president singled out CNN anchor saying Chris Cuomo appeared on air like a chained lunatic and Don Lemon is perhaps the dumbest person in broadcasting. Wow, bro. Like, I... Obviously, he does not know about the Stansberry show. Dude, obviously, President Trump is not Yeah, you know what? We should probably land on that sword for Don Lemon. Somewhere there we land. He says host Stephen Colbert is a no-talent guy. You shouldn't be watching the Colbert show, dude. You shouldn't. You shouldn't be watching SNL. Dude, you shouldn't be watching the afternoon CNN shows. I'm sorry. Uh, We disagree here a little. I'm all right with those guys keeping their eyes on that. I bet Obama watched that stuff. Uh, You know what I mean? You should be too busy, dude. You shouldn't have the ability to sit there and read every New York Times article about you. Of course not. You're the goddamn president. Every dude, I, I mean, you can't. I mean, there's a good argument for that. You're right. So many things yesterday. So many things so yesterday. Many things. Can't even wrap my head around what was it. He, I mean, what, what were you telling me? He was telling us we can no longer believe Sean Spicer or anything he says? Well, this all this Which all has If to you're going to fire people, why not fire the guy who you're telling me I can't believe anything coming out of his mouth? This all has to do with uh, now-fired FBI Director James Comey. Um, when he was first fired, 
Sean Spicer, Vice President Pence, they all made the claim that first day, well, this was all based on the recommendation of Jeff Sessions, Attorney General Jeff Sessions, and the Department of Justice that 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 James Comey was no longer capable of doing the job. And then last night in an interview with Lester Holt, he was like, this is Trump now. This is Trump now. Trump's like, Pfft. I fired him because I wanted to fire him. I've been planning on firing him for months. And it's like, well, dude, did you either misinform President Vice President Pence and 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 Sean Spicer and whatever that new chick's name is that's running Sean Spicer's gig while he's out of town, or uh, it, somewhere along the line there's misinformation? Somewhere, or were they lying to the American public? Because one way or another, somebody there was a somebody was misinformed there. And I'll now, take both, Alex. And, and, and now and now the statement is is that well maybe I shouldn't even do press conferences anymore. I'll just send out a written note and that'll be enough. Oh my god! Like, dude, oh my god! Yeah. You can't hide from the American public I, I he's as, as a very active president president trump says i'm not able to you know my surrogates aren't all able to be 100 accurate with everything going on well so i can't trust the, the what's coming out of the white house what oh my god if obama had said that now i want people to remember oh. i was i was critical of president obama while he was in office if president no notice how i always do that too i always refer to the respect of the office i'm not out just to slam people just to do it if President Obama had said, oh, dude, I'm pretty busy. I can't make sure everybody's out there telling you the right thing. You would have, as the public, murdered him. And rightfully so. Rightfully so. That's crazy. I mean, that's crazy. So all of that's going on this morning. Yesterday, he went out and found a tweet from Rosie O'Donnell from like six and months ago. And trolled her over it. Right. And was like, aha, me and Rosie, we finally agree on over, something. Because Rosie tweeted out Fire Comey. Right. Right. Dude, you now talk about something you should have more time, m- m- not enough free time on your hands to do. We, we say this to our boss all the time. Our boss is like a, is like a regional SVP. Right? I mean, dude, he oversees multiple markets. Mm-hmm. That guy's got 11 Twitter accounts. I don't understand mm-hmm. how he does it. I don't mm-hmm. understand how he does it. Right? And so Trump's the same way. It's like, bro, you're running the nation. Do You You should not. Don't watch Jay Tapper. Fine. But then don't mess with Rosie O'Donnell over six-month-old tweets either. Right? Like, this stuff, honestly, is crazy. I mean, it's like legitimate. You know what we're, we're finding out now? I now have the answer to a question I've asked myself since the 2008 election. What would happen if Sarah Palin became president? Well, now I know. Now I know. I got Sarah Palin with a penis now. So now I know. Yesterday, he uh, officially launched an investigation into voter fraud and the claim that millions of... uh, You can't just claim stuff. You got... What, millions of people did it wrong or something? Well, millions of people are the reason why... Millions of undocumented voters are the reason why he lost the popular vote to Hillary Clinton. Oh, my God. Let Hillary go already. You know where Hillary's locked up? You know... Lock her up! Lock her up! You know where Hillary's locked up right now? In the 12 inches between Donald Trump's ears. She's living rent-free in that dude's mind. And you know why it is? Because he wishes terribly she won. Whether you want to admit that or not, that's what's going on. This job sucks, dude. Why did I why did I want this job? Billionaire Playboy and it's like, no, somebody's gonna make me do stuff. I I dude, I've been I've been avoiding jumping up and down on this guy for months because I know it makes some of you crazy. But I can't just let stuff slide. Not stuff that you would have murdered President Obama for. And you would have. And rightfully so. He would have deserved all of this. But surprise, he didn't do all that. He ran the country instead.
Not always the way I wish he would have, but that's what he focused on. Not hashtag haters. I mean, come on, dude. At some point, you got to jump off the band. I told a buddy of mine who works at the Agora. I said, dude, I understand that you were anti-Hillary. I totally get it. And I can get that. She, wa- I said it during the race. I was like, she's awful, too. That Sanders was the best person in the race by 10 miles. He was the best person. I, said, I told him, I was like, dude, I can totally understand you being anti-Hillary. But now, after she's no longer the thing, and you went with lesser of two evils, if you're still on board now, I question you. I do. After everything you've seen now, if you're still on board, you got what you wanted, which was no Hillary. If you're still pro this, I question it. I really do. I really, really do. People talking about how Trump's being treated unfairly. I, dude, I don't think you remember how bad it was for Obama early on and how bad it would be if the guy was saying, eh, I don't know if you can believe what's coming out of my White House. You would have murdered him for that. You'd be in the street over it. You would. If you're saying no, you're a liar. Season ticket holders, turns out you might not want to buy those early. We'll fill you in next on The Stansberry Show. The Stansberry Show on Rock 106.9. Welcome back to The Stansberry Show. Rock 106.9. 9.10, you get your next keyword for our workday double pay where you could win yourself a $1,000. Linda finally brought our donuts in. Our receptionist. I'm happy right now. Dude, I just want to say I'm a little bit impressed and a little bit disgusted. In the last seconds of that Rise Against song, Stansberry had about three quarters of a donut in front of him. And I'm like, there's no way he's going to finish it before we crack the mics. Finish that one, took a bite of the second donut. Rise Against rules, man. Not my, now my new favorite band. I, uh, I, I can't believe you just did that, dude. <laughs> like, I cannot believe that. You see how that violently I ripped that second bite of that second? <laughs> dude, apple fritters are so good. They're so good. You eat like you hate yourself. Dude, where you been? Like, dude, this is a revolving, this is a revolving door of hatred. You know, it was eat whatever you want day yesterday. Really? Yeah. And here's the thing. You know, I always make fun of those days. You know. And uh, it totally got me. It, it totally got me. I uh, I was driving home and I was and, and at a light. I was like reading my Twitter timeline. And it was like eat whatever you want, and I got like mad. And the car was like, oh God, America, and like this like, losing my mind. And I thought to myself, I'm like. Well, maybe I should eat whatever I want. <laughs> That's what America has been waiting for. It, Somebody to grant them permission to eat whatever they want. And like, it totally oh, okay. got me. So I pulled into the Giant Eagle there. And, dude, I ended up buying a bunch of, like, junk food. As a matter of fact, oh, Fantone. Dude, I, so I've been on this, like, Talenti ice cream kick. Link, link, it's so good. Okay. And, uh, like, I like blueberry anything. Right. And I, I, I found, like, blueberry crumble ice cream so it's got like it tastes like blueberry little uh little vanilla ice cream in there and then it's uh but it's got like pieces of like the like what would be like the pie crust oh oh man dude i yeah good yeah. stuff right well there. it was it was, dude, it was the erection proves it it was three for ten you can get three little tubs of it for Jeez, ten bucks dude. yeah so luckily i got one left for today oh, there you go <laughs> I'm, I'm ready to go yeah giant oh, eagle be on the lookout stands very coming your way it was so good it, that that whole like it's eat whatever you want day it suckered me right in yesterday national eat whatever you want day which i don't know seems pretty fake to me um but today is Fakeness. a national uh day of something that's worth remembering 
remembering and kind of worth throwing some uh, shout out to here. Uh, today is National Military Spouse Appreciation Day. Oh, yeah. See, that one I can't knock. Yeah, dude. As much as we want to knock these stupid National Grilled Cheese Day, National Put Things in Tupperware Day, National Wear Sweatpants Day, uh, National Military Spouse Appreciation Day. Obviously, those people go through a, uh, a hell that most of us couldn't even imagine. And uh, yeah, hats off to them. Yeah, that's uh, that's that's tough. You always bring that up. You know, people want to say troops and all that yeah. stuff. And obviously, yes. Yeah, of course. But, you know, your family serves with you. Well, and uh, you ask any military member who they're most concerned about, like what they're most concerned about. And I guarantee you, dude, 99% of them are going to say their family well over. They bring up anything about themselves. And, uh, you know, you, you can only imagine we've talked about plenty of cop wives where it's like, you know, they go to work and you don't know what's going to happen. It's not that just military members go to work for eight hours a day or 10 hours a day or 12 Two hours years a day. At a time. Right. They're gone for an extended Longer, period right. there. And I can only imagine, you know, having to tell your kids, oh, sorry, dad can't be here because, you know, he's overseas serving. And don't get me wrong. Oh. I'm sure that's a great point of pride for any military Christmas family. And, but, yeah, but your kid doesn't have the perspective of that right. at eight years old. Right. It's just I know that dad's gone. I miss him. And, and when they're my age, they'll be proud of their yeah. dad for what they have done. But when they're yeah. eight, they just want dad to come home. They don't understand. They don't you know, they don't understand why that's happening. Denver Broncos are doing something that I I'm sure that they have the right, but it's going to land tone deaf. And they're revoking season tickets for multiple accounts for people who did not attend games last year. Okay. One season ticket holder had his tickets in 77. He told them, I had lung surgery as my reason for not going to a bunch of games last season. Still yanked his tickets away from him. Yeah, think Mile Hot City there, too. You just had lung surgery. Oh, yeah. Probably spending a lot of time in that altitude is not good for you, I would assume. Another guy had his mom was like cancer stricken. So he sold some of the tickets to help pay for the medical bills. What a dick. Team revokes the tickets. F that guy. Now, Yahoo Sports right it is. The Denver's weeding out process. Now, team says it's totally legal. They state that every account is a license that is issued annually and can be revoked at any time. I'm sure if you read the fine print, that's totally true. I'm sure it is. I also read this in this article. The Denver Broncos, 97% of their ticket sales, 97% okay. are season tickets. Really? 3% of tickets are up for grabs. Really? 3%. 97%? So that's, that's crazy. As we sit here and say, this is a football town. This is a football town. This is football town. Kind of sounds like Denver is a football town. Yeah, man. 97%? I mean, Now, granted, they've been a little better over the last few years. Mm-hmm. No one won a couple of Super Bowls or whatever mm-hmm. it was there. Went to the one Super Bowl and then you know won the other there. But like for a decade plus, they were like, whatever. I mean, yeah. dude, Jay Cutler was there a decade ago. So, I mean, you know what I mean? Like, you're telling me this stuff has been going on? 3% of tickets are up for grabs? Imagine how hard it is to get tickets to a Broncos game. Yeah, I mean, you're not going unless you know somebody with season tickets. And obviously, the person with season tickets doesn't want to let you have them too many times because they could lose their season tickets. There's obviously got to be a huge demand for these if they're pulling this move because the Browns couldn't do this. You know what I'm no, saying? No, never. Browns, Browns wouldn't have this, have this option available to them. So I would assume there's got to be a ton of people on the waiting list trying to get those season tickets. But, dude... 
Obviously, well, no, I don't care what you do with your tickets once you buy them. You buy them from the Broncos and you do whatever the hell you want with them. We made this argument last year in the World Series where if somebody's going to pay you a year's salary yeah. to, 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 for your Game 6, Game 7 tickets, sell yeah, them. I, I, I can't argue with that. Now, I understand why the, the Broncos and any team want to make it, you know, as, you know, as, as, as close to... Who bought them as possible? I understand you don't want your in or your stadium filled up with Cubs fans. I get that, but you looks bad on TV. But. but you don't have the. I mean, you shouldn't. Well, I guess you have the right to, obviously. But I don't think that's that's the right call. Especially, dude, my mom's dying of cancer. I need to pay these medical bills, and I can't use my Broncos tickets for that. I had lung cancer, and now I have to go into the Mile High City. Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. I can't believe a team could be 97% sold due to season tickets. Wow. Wow, dude. Even the the defending world champion Cleveland Cavaliers, I'm telling you right now, aren't 97% season ticket holders. Guarantee it. No. It just seems wrong to take tickets away from people and not allow them to have their season tickets just because they wanted to make a little bit money on the side. Even if you're just buying them to turn around and sell them, what business is it of yours? Also, how do they how do they keep track? Once I get my ticket, you don't show your ID at the gate. They no. they scan the ticket and you go in. How do they know? Facial recognition? I can't imagine. I don't know. Be very interested to find that out. If I was a Denver fan, this would upset me. But luckily for me, I'm a Cleveland Browns fan. There's plenty of tickets up for grabs every single week. So a guy has been saying to me all morning that we're idiots about this horse story. A guy was caught with a couple of horses in a shopping center in Canton yesterday, and there's a guy on my Twitter timeline that's telling me I'm an idiot because this guy got arrested. So I'll address his concerns next on the Stansbury Show. Stansbury Show on Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Stansbury Show, Rock 106.9, online at WRQK.com, where you can actually see video of this story that we're about to uh, get you filled in on. We talked about this a little earlier in the program, and some listeners had some issues with it. And we do have a little audio here, and we'll let you take a listen to this before getting you hooked up with $1,000. But a pair of horses had to be rescued from a from a strip mall in Canton. This was right down, like, right down the, the way from the Irish Exchange there. And a guy had a couple of horses in a storefront there. Didn't think you were going to get this call today, did you? (laughs) Neither did I. Even for police officers, it was an odd and unusual call. Police body camera shows two horses peering through the window of a vacant storefront at a strip mall on West Tuscarawa Street in Canton Wednesday evening. Canton police called in the Stark County Humane Society to remove the animals. When I first got the call, I couldn't believe it. I, I had to go out and see it with my own eyes. The owner of the Irish Exchange Bar in the same strip mall also said it was a bizarre sight. The bartender that was coming on duty was staring down that way, so we just I looked down, what's going on down there? And she's, there's horses. Investigators say when they eventually got inside, they found 42-year-old John Yant sleeping. Can police? Is anybody in here? Yant told authorities. Dude, how about he the had spin doctors in the background just of that? Bumping, dude. <laughs> just, just gotta go. Just bumping the spin doctors. Nice. Two princes. <laughs> Earlier <laughs> in the day at the strip mall, which he says is owned by relatives. Not he him. He told Fox 8 that earlier in the day he had taken his horses to visit a sick uncle. 
I guess he was too drunk and needed a place to crash. John Yant did not want to speak on camera, but he did not. tell me off camera that he never intended to hurt his horses. He says he brought them here to this empty store that they use for storage because he did not want to drive them home to his farm drunk. Yant also says a friend was supposed to come help him move the horses but never showed up. He says there was a bucket of water in the building and food outside in his trailer. The Humane Society is going to care for your animals right now, okay? And then you'll have to go to court and stuff to get them back. Never the Canton Police back. Report says the horses had no food or water. They charged him with two misdemeanor counts of cruelty to animals. Right. It's uh, kind of an interesting only in Canton story that we have. I don't have an issue with this. I really don't. I mean, there are city ordinances on where to keep animals like this. We all know that. Like, I live in downtown Canton. I guarantee you, if I, if, dude, if I had a horse and I tied it to a tree in front of my apartment building, somebody's going to have an issue with that, right? Somebody's going to have an issue with that. I would just imagine. Now, I could be way wrong there, but my guess is I'm not allowed to do that, right? He had him in a storefront. No food, no water. And so a guy says to me, if this was two cats or two ducks, nobody would give a damn, but a horse, take them away. This is America and they are property. First of all, if you had two ducks in a storefront, somebody's going to want, somebody may ask some questions about that. I don't buy that nobody would care about that. I don't know. I, I, I now, you might get away with it longer because they, would, they might be uh, less seen, less visible like walking by, but you're going to notice two huge horses in a storefront. Agreed. Right? You're just going to notice that. This guy then tweets at me again and says, if this was his kids, nothing would have been done. Jesus, he had two horses inside for a couple of hours. Who cares? Fake news. Bro, he was hammered in the middle of the day, had to be woken up. Trust me, if somebody walks past the storefront, there's two five-year-old kids playing in the storefront, and there's a passed-out adult in the background, cops are being called. That would be an issue. I can't believe you think that if it was kids, it would be less of an issue. Two 12-year-old kids? I don't know then at that point. You, you know, know what I mean? mean? But I mean, if we're talking two small children, though, and you're hammered, somebody's going to have an issue. Yes, 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 of course. Um, I, 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 I'm somewhere in the middle of this where I don't necessarily think, well, it's no big deal at all and shouldn't even be talked about. Um, but I don't necessarily buy into the, the this is animal cruelty. You should have these animals taken away from you forever. Like I said, I mean, if they were standing in the trailer, which is smaller, still enclosed, still indoors, would you have been able to say anything? I don't know about that. I don't know the answer to that. And I'm not saying he should never get the horses back. I'm saying I think he's going to have a problem given what the circumstances of the story were. Somebody who is going to make this decision is going to say to him, you had a destination where you wanted to take these horses, and instead of doing that, you got drunk in the middle of the day instead. You're showing me decision-making at that but point. If, 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 if I had my dogs with me in the car, and I got drunk, and I said, dude, you know what? I'm just going to stay here, and I'm, I'm, I'm not going to you know, drive. Why would that be any different? I still had animals in the car that had a destination that they had to get to. I, I would imagine what they're going to say there, and you've kind of put me on the spot here, but I would imagine what somebody is going to say there is, is that you have two domesticated animals versus barnyard animals. And that's going to be a, di- a different thing. You're allowed to, dude, you're allowed to walk. L- if, listen to me. You're allowed to walk a dog down the street today. But if you're walking an alligator down the street today, somebody's going to have an issue. Exotic animals different. Obviously, once you get into like lions, you know, okay. gators, things I'm like telling that. You, if I walk down the street today, downtown Canton, and I have a horse on, like, on a leash, the cops are going to stop and be like, bro, what's up with that? 
Right, but I don't know if that's necessarily enough for them to arrest you, if that's enough for them to put animal cruelty charges on you or anything like that. I mean, yes, I will agree that they're going to stop and say, dude, what are you doing? But I, I don't know if you've gotten yourself into like j- to, 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 to criminal territory. There. I think I just most people need to know that you can't keep barnyard animals in a storefront in a strip mall. It's just I, I don't understand like why, why that's so hard for people to grasp. It seems pretty yes, basic, yes, right? Yes, 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 yes. But I, if it was two goats in there, is that? I, I, I don't. I mean, if you've got animals in your trailer and you stop to eat food, isn't that the same thing as you stopping to go take a nap? I mean, why is that any different? And I mean, like, <laughs> you see them all the time. Those trucks driving down seventy seven, filled to the goddamn brim with chickens, feathers flying out of it. How is that? If that guy stops and takes a dump, how is that any different? Do you? So, are you assuming then that had the guy been sober, this wasn't an issue? Do you, you think it's the booze then? Um, I think it was a part of the equation when, when the cops came in and he was drunk that had to have gone into the, all right, we have to charge this guy with something. Yeah. I mean, I, I know it went into it. Welcome to real life. Right. I know that went right. into the decision of what to do there. And I just, again, you're showing me bad decision making by taking two horses and we're choosing to believe the story that he knew where he was going to take them at some point. I mean, dude, if you're throwing them in a storefront, what used to be like a gaming parlor and you're throwing them in there in the shopping center, I have no reason to believe that you were going to do anything else but keep them in there. And there was no food inside the room or no water in the room. Everything was outside in the truck. So how, how long is it okay for you to have your animal without like, I, I mean, I didn't fill up my cat's food dish when I left this morning. It's Nobody been, knows that. It's though. been, well, I'm telling them right now, it's been hours since my cats have been fed. Is that okay? I don't know. I mean, I don't know the answer to that. Right? I, you know what I mean? I don't have the answer to that, but I know that from an outsider's perspective, if they walk past the storefront, you have two horses in there and you're not feeding it and you're not, plus where were they going to the bathroom at? You can't just let a horse go outside of the back behind the strip mall and take a dump. You can't do that. Somebody was going to ask you that question too. These Why can't horses- you do it with your dog? I can let my dog take a dump as long as I clean it up. Let my horse take a dump as long as I clean it up. My cat's crap inside every single day. I'm willing to bet if you let a dog crap on the on like the tree lawn of a, of a shopping center, somebody's going to have an issue with that, whether you clean it up or not. My guess is somebody would have an issue with that. I dude, this guy can you know file all the paperwork, whatever he needs to do to get his horses back. But I totally understand why they were taken out of his possession yesterday. It makes all the sense in the world to me. Let's get you hooked up with this thousand dollars right now. One zero six nine. Welcome back to the Sandsbury Show on Rock 106.9. We're also yep. online, WRQK.com. I almost forgot the name of the radio station there, buddy. <laughs> Friday, where the hell do I work? What am I doing? We're online at WRQK.com. Fishhead will get you hooked up with a $1,000. 10-10, your next keyword happens. We have a pair of tickets for Ohio Championship Wrestling. You'll get those here shortly as Fantone's your host tomorrow night. And now, joining us in studio are a few members of Ohio Championship Wrestling. This is where I'm going to just step back from the board, <laughs> kind of let Fanto take over, because his wrestling erection has been throbbing over there all day. And so, like, uh, just, yeah, start, uh, we'll start asking away the questions. <laughs> we'll, we'll call it a WWE erection. Um, oh, good lord. Hey, built it in right there. Good lord. Uh, guys, guys, introduce yourselves. Tell everyone who you are. Uh, don't worry, Stansbury. The wrestling week's almost over. It's, it's almost, a, done. almost done. Talk about it <laughs> almost done. Almost so done. Give me us. some UFC stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I don't watch that fake stuff. I watch real oh, stuff like professional God. wrestling. Oh my my name is Agent Orange Juice Jennings. This is the OCW Ohio Heritage Champion, Mr. OCW. No shame, Jimmy Shane. There's plenty of shame to go around over there, by the way. <laughs> I keep saying that all week. There's plenty of shame, buddy. And this is one of the newest members of the OCW locker room, Chuck the Truck Morris. He's a 
fresh uh, graduate of the uh, Spinebuster University. Well, there you go, dude. So if you've hold ever- on, <laughs> I got questions. <laughs> I got questions. Can I get can I get graduated from sp- true or false? I can graduate faster from DeVry or Spine, was it Spinebreaker? Spinebuster <laughs> Spine University. University. I guess it depends what, uh, what how many credit hours you're taking. And, uh, how long did it take you, Chuck? Well, we're, we're at about six months. We're at about six months six right months? now. Uh, we started at the beginning of November. Had our first matches uh, at the end of uh, April at the Tradition okay. 14 show. So, I mean, it, re- it really just depends on how, how quick you catch on to everything. I mean... It's 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 all about getting in there, putting in the work. It's a dedication thing too. I mean, yeah. the more you put into something, the more you're going to get out of it. Obviously, Spinebuster University. Um, if you are somebody who's thought about this, and I know that anybody who's ever watched pro wrestling at one point or another has thought, like, dude, what if I just did it? What if it was just me out there doing it? Spinebuster University. Um, it's the it's it, it's the right wrestling school brought to you by the Ohio Championship Wrestling guys. So, oh my you, God, I was just kind of joking around. This is like a real thing. No, no, this is it's a real, real thing. Yeah. So if anybody out there is interested, OC wrestling.net is a great way to do it. I Are know, you going to do it? Uh, no, I'm too old. And that's the thing. Is if I was 18 right now, dude, if I was 18 right now, you couldn't keep me away from it. But now I'm like 33 and my girlfriend is like, no, you're not doing we, it. We couldn't keep him away from wrestling at 18 either. <laughs> <laughs> He's still 33. Well, well, the oldest guy in our training class is 30. Jeez. So you got see, a chance. CDP didn't start till he was 35. So there's always time. I will admit, I just want to see you get body slammed. Like, I just want to see it. There's time. There's There's plenty of time. Right. There's going to be a ton of summer events. There's obviously Ohio Championship Wrestling, one of the oldest independent federations in Ohio. Um, Guys, tell everybody what they can expect Saturday night at Bash at the Babe. There's a lot. There's a lot of good action, a lot of family-friendly entertainment. But the thing that I think everyone's looking forward to, well, there's a few things. I'm looking forward to seeing my good friend Juice Jennings retire Sherman Tank. I can't wait. It's going to be great. So, yeah, Sherman Tank calling it quits, hanging it up. Uh, yeah, 22 years in the, the pro wrestling biz, and he's calling it quits tomorrow. It's going to be his last match, and uh, and I'm going to send him out of the biz with a big loss. <laughs> Is that right? It's yes. kind of a heartbreaker, man. I'm not going to lie. Bad. I'm going to make his kids cry for the second show in a row. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, last time up at the Family-friendly o- <laughs> entertainment. I'm going to make the <laughs> other wrestlers' kids family, cry. Up at, the, uh, up at the OCW Arena, last time at Tradition, 14, or Tradition 14, yeah, Juice Jennings in a steel chair. Poor Tank's kids were just bawling, dude. Just sitting there, tears rolling down their faces. Juice Jennings laughing at them, dude. What a dick. <laughs> yeah, that's one of the highlights of my whole career, so... <laughs> Look, I I understand you got a big problem going on with Tank, but don't don't hurt him too bad. I still I still need someone to train us. Yeah, you know? there you go. Well, you can, we, you we, can train from a wheelchair. So that's are, fine. Juice <laughs> Jennings, are you in? So are you in the cage match then? I'm not supposed to be in the cage match. Oh, but well, that's, what, that's what the cage match is for—is to keep people like you I'm out. Not of saying it. anything, but anything can happen at an OCW event. I like it. I like it. So who is fighting in the cage match then? I am in the cage match. No shave, Jimmy Shave. And I am challenging for the OCW Heavyweight Championship. So this could nice. be a night where I leave. I've already figured out I'm going to have two titles on my shoulders, right. okay. two drinks in my hands, right. and two girls under my arms. Nice. Family-friendly entertainment. Nice, I like it. Okay, Booze, chicks, it violence. Um, Bring the kids. So you're okay. taking out, you're taking on Matt, our dark star Matt Taylor, who is the reigning Ohio Championship Wrestling uh, Heavyweight Champion. There. Um, what do you do to kind of get yourself prepared for these matches, a steel cage match in particularly? I don't know what to do to get ready besides just being me. I'm on a roll lately, Fantone. You've yeah, been you at the shows. I have been. Jimmy Shane has been kicking people's asses. I've left heard and good right. things. Have you ever participated in a steel cage match before? 
I have been in a steel cage twice, but never by myself. It's always been teams inside the cage. So I was going to say, watching my back. I've been in one too. Cost me ten grand. The cops were mean. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> you know what I mean. I, I, I hope you fare better because uh, my steel cage match was a bummer. I did not like it at all. So all the benefits. Uh, so, so from what I hear, proceeds are to benefit the actual venue where this is being held at. Remind everybody where that is and and uh, and what the cause is. Uh, Bash at the Babes, the J. Babe Stern Community Center uh, in Canton. It's uh, 2628 13th Street Southwest nice. in Canton. Didn't even uh, have a card in front of him. He remembered know, I've, that. I've been doing this for, for weeks. I got it done. <laughs> so. um, yeah, but they've been in the community for almost 70 years, so it's a really important part of the community. Yeah, that is nice. A lot of guys. So, um, yeah, we're going to help them out raise some money. It wasn't until I moved into that neighborhood that I kind of really found out about the J. The J Babe Stern Community Center, but 70 years of, of, of giving Canton kids somewhere to go play and 70 years of it's giving like, the community a place to be. That's where I voted. That's where, like, I mean... Oh, that's your polling center. Yep, and one of the things that I always draw attention to is uh, uh, Portland's million, or $100 million man, CJ McCollum, dude. He used to play in that community center all the time. So it's like, dude, dreams can come true out of Canton, Ohio. See? You go play there, and you can get swept by the Warriors, too. No, that's not, You know what? CJ McCollum's a great NBA player. No I doubt. shouldn't do that. He's a good dude. Great guy. We do have a pair of tickets for this event. It's tomorrow night. Bash at the Babe. I want to thank all three of you guys for coming in. Thank you for spending some time with us this morning. We'll pass these tickets out. We'll take caller 20. 1-800-243-7625 and we will close out the program next on Rock 106.9. Dan Stan 106.9. And all I got to say is it's Friday. And everybody help me say the sinner's prayer. Say, oh, God. Oh, my night. Clint Parker. Melinda Brown Duncan, baby. Well, howdy, folks. How the hell y'all doing? Old Catfish Cooley coming into you live, baby. Kick the dust up. You're f***ing your girlfriend in a public restaurant acting like a prostitute. Don't you wish you could meet a whore like that? There's a dirty little secret. I've said that if Melinda Brown Duncan, baby. If it weren't my daughter, perhaps I'd be dating her. You gonna die doing this dumb ass? Yeah, fucking fool. Open your mouth so I can give you this milk. Open your fucking mouth, man. I gotta do you like my two-year-old baby. I have unicorn crap all in my hair and on my nose. I have never been so stressed out in my entire life. And I don't know nothing about it, but I learn quick, fast, and hurt. What? I got some. Mighty dog food, some kind of sh. Tonight, the little boy is stuck using a pool noodle to find his way around. He's at risk for HIV, hepatitis C, herpes, gonorrhea, chlamydia. Facebook thugging is a crime. You told me to leave while I'm in my order while you're making out with that slut. No, this is wrong. Oh my god, look at what you did to him. And you know, this is terrible. This is the I'm 36 years old. You know, bring your kids and your underwear. I had to take off my shoes and run. So kiss my black. I used to be that whore. I'm not a whore anymore. Swung on sock high in the air to right center and deep. Solaire is back at the wall and it is gone. A towering home run to right center by Carlos Santana. The next pitch to Lindor, and he swings and drives it to deep right. This ball's got a chance. It is gone. Into the Indians' bullpen. Back-to-back jacks. Welcome back to the Stansberry Show, Rock 106.9. Online for you, WRQK.com. Now listen to this, Fishhead. At 1010 this morning, we'll give you your next keyword for our workday double pay. That will get you $1,000. I love it. Thousand bucks. Need it. Want it. 
That'll be good. 1010, you'll get your next keyword. Fantone, when does LeBron James play basketball again, buddy? It Maybe feels never. like forever. It might not happen. Um, no, Monday, I believe, will be game one if it goes six games. If uh, if, if, if Boston-Washington goes six games. And uh, Wednesday would be if it ended up going seven games. So Mon- Boston wins tonight. It's over. Then we'll play Monday night against Boston. Correct. If it goes seven, we'll play Wednesday night. So Monday or Wednesday is the answer you're looking for right there. We don't know exactly which one is which yet. Be sure to tune in Monday. 8.30 as we'll talk to Scott from winningfornextyear.com. We'll get a look ahead at that next series. Big plans for the weekend, buddy? Um, Well, obviously, tomorrow night is when it all goes down. Ohio Championship Wrestling Bash at the Babe, the J. Babe Stern Community Center. Um, an awesome organization in Canton. Proceeds go into that. A great night of pro wrestling action. Um, other than that, though, dude, hey, eh, boy's kind of uh, low-key this weekend. I'll probably watch the Indians game tonight. Nice. Um, uh, I, I, uh, I have no big plans on Sunday. Probably just recovering from the steel cage match there. Nice. What about you? What do you got going on? I have plans to try to get 54 holes of golf in today. Jesus, Mary and Joseph, dude. 54 <laughs> holes of golf? It will be it will be 36 minimum. I'll okay. play 18 twice today, minimum. Okay. Um, but we are going to try to get 54 in today, weather permitting. Um, tomorrow night Jesus. I'll be behind the bar at the Agora for Animals as Leaders. If you've never heard of them, they're an all-instrumental band, but they are so damn good. They were one of those bands they were playing at the Agora. I had never heard of them. And I was working one of their shows, and I just stopped in the middle of working. I was like, damn it, is this band really good? And turned around and started actually like watching a lot of it, and I became like a huge fan of it. So they're playing tomorrow night, and I'll be doing that. And then uh, Sunday... Yeah, maybe another 18. Jeez, dude. Who knows? It's a lot of golf. Who knows? Well, dude, I got a long way to go. I got to do the games in in, in a little bit of peril. I got to get it back. I got to get it back, turn around. Yeah, nothing like forcing the issue to make everything smooth again. No, I'm going to force it, dude. I'm going to be a good golfer, I promise. Uh, No, uh, no, 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 no update on a a future Mrs. Stansberry tip. I saw it happening on Twitter. Some chick is is pretty heavily going after your boy there. Tell me about um, it. We've moved into direct messages. Ah, we'll, we'll I see, like it. We'll see what happens there. I um, like it. Um, but I do. I, I do now have the cell phone number. So there you we go. We will. I don't know. I don't know about said thing as such things. I don't. I don't know. You know me. I'll I get excited you. about it and then I'll be like, no, I don't go. I'll set up dates and then I'll cancel and won't go. I, I don't know. I gotta go play more golf. I only played fifty four holes yesterday. What? Could have played with these two. I, all right, that's probably that is, it. That, that is, is it. Blind. Uh, Fishhead, get you hooked up with a thousand dollars at ten ten. Aside from that, we're done for the week. Thank the dear Lord. Be back at it live Monday morning, six a.m. or Rock one hundred six nine. You guys have a safe weekend. See you.